Hi everyone, welcome back to Behind the Timeline, the podcast where we examine pop culture in films, television, and books across the ages. As always, we are your hosts, Lindsay and Scott. If you're interested in finding out what we've already covered or what we've got coming up in the future weeks, be sure to leave us a follow on Instagram at Go Behind the Timeline. Check us out on Twitter at Behind Timeline and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Additionally, links to our Patreon and our official website can be found in the episode descriptions if you would like to support the podcast. And now, on with the show. I know. Well, yeah, I wasn't just like, fuck you, goats. (laughs) I never said that, but like, I also had to sit in a theater with two people sitting in front of me who were like, why did he take the kids? Like, what what was the point of that? Like, they were just, they were just there to help. Shut up, sir. You're in the movie theater. I don't want to hear your questions this moment. Well, and then I'm like, bro, are you dumb? Like, he needed a reason to bring Thor there. Oh my God. I would have said, shut the fuck up in my movie theater. I paid to be here. Dude, see, I'm too nice. That's I had to leave the people. goddamn house. No, I won't tolerate that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? COVID's over. I gotta fucking drive to the theater for this. It's like 20 minutes away. There's a parking lot. Nah, everybody's gonna shut up and turn off their phones. Um, and enjoy <laughs> the, the $13 worth of me sitting in that room. Whew. All right, let's do this. such a huge emergency oh my god damn what happened nothing absolutely nothing fucking chris and anna want to come over and meet zuko and uh is zuko a dog or or my new dog okay no he's my new dog you didn't tell me that you got the dog i i know he got dropped off today that's what i was telling you well i I don't understand but last week you had some crazy named thing at the house too and i didn't know what it was so i have been a fucking canine airbnb for the last week and a half Last weekend, the weekend of uh, 4th of July, I was watching my sister's dog, Emery. And then this past weekend, I was watching Wells because his mom was out of town at a bachelorette party. And I love that dog. So I was obviously I'm going to fucking watch him. I love that dog. Uh, And then Zuko is here now on his trial period to see how he and I get along together. And he's literally laying on my feet right now. Um, and then, yeah, and then I go to Boise and then I come back and I make the final decision on whether he's going to live with me forever and ever and ever and ever. Oh, that's so awesome. I know. I'm excited. We have a lot of things to announce and I don't know if Lindsay actually knows this or not, but this is very, this is, I'm really glad we're doing it on this episode and I'm going to have to edit and mismatch the shit out of this, but yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah. we just talked about the emmys for like i know for like 20 minutes a bonus episode yeah for 20 real. minutes of we just but like in an unstructured like absolutely just who the fuck is running but, this show but you know go on yeah um i don't know if anyone listening remembers this or not but it is july 12th behind the timeline is officially a year old that's not seriously the day is it yes it is i have the marker in spotify Dude, because it's also the day, and I I had this on like my phone memories today, and I texted um my best friend here, who's the one who like 
rescued me from Las Vegas (laughs) on this day three years ago is when I left. That's crazy. I didn't realize that. I mean, I knew we were coming up on a year, but I didn't realize it was this day. Yeah. That's uh, well, it's the day that the the first four episodes went live. Well, happy anniversary to us. Holy shit. I know. I'm very excited. I'm glad that we're still here and I'm glad we're still doing this and I'm I'm glad we're still kicking. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. I know. I'm really excited. I'm also glad like happy anniversary of you getting out of Vegas. Like not a lot lot of people can say that. Oh, that was a yeah. What a journey. It's like not the easiest thing I ever did in my life. Um, But here we are. (laughs) Things are a lot better. I know. Yeah. The life is, this is not where I thought I'd be this time last year, but it's got some good moments. Yeah. Like Zuko. Oh, he's a cute one. Yeah. He's pretty awesome. Any hoodles guys. I don't know if you know this from the title of the episode, but we are here. The boys is over. Okay. We're kind of like almost back on track, but almost. Yeah. We're here to review Thor Love and Thunder, which I got to tell you, the internet is kind of pissing me off about this movie. I need you to like, I had such a good time in the theater and then I sat down to write my notes and I'm like, it sounds like I hate this movie. Dude. What is going on? Because I had a really good time, but like also low key, it was like bad. So I... (laughs) My God, dude. I don't know. So I'm excited for us to talk about it and dig into it. So I'm going to give you guys, normally we go through the plot first, but I'm going to give you some numbers because the numbers are very important for a movie like this. This is also the first new movie we released because we did not do Morbius. I can't remember why, but it's something about every reason imaginable. Um, <laughs> we but, just did Doctor Strange. We've done movies since. Morbius, I know. We had, uh, we had Doctor Strange two months ago. Movies. Yeah. Um, and then we actually don't have another Marvel movie until November. We have Wakanda Forever. Yeah, which is exciting. That'll mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. It's very exciting. I'm stoked for Wakanda um, Forever. I also, but, well, anyway, anyway, anyway. No, go ahead. No, things unrelated to the cadence of the podcast. Hell yes. I'm like, things I think will happen in Wakanda Forever. That It's like, that's no. We can go over that at the end. God yeah, damn later, it. Later, another time. <laughs> go on. So. <laughs> I love going over the numbers with this because it is opening weekend. Um, it, I, the time of this recording is Tuesday, so we've had the whole four-day spread. Um, opening weekend, it was the fourth most expensive MCU movie at $250 million behind, once again, Endgame, Ultron, and Infinity War, which I do think is very important to, again, remind everyone. Those are all Avengers movies. The Avengers yeah, movies, ensembles movies, are always the most expensive to make. But it doesn't always mean that they're going to make the most money. Because remember, the top three grossing Marvel movies are Endgame, No Way Home, and Infinity War. So speaking to the money made, at this time, domestically, it's made $143 million. And somewhere globally, I think when I just looked it up, it was like $317 million. Yeah, it's somewhere around the $300 million mark. Yeah. Globally. Um, now, here's like the huge issue that I'm having with this. Is current score rotten tomato score is 67 percent on the tomatometer and 80 percent on the audience score and i i just don't get it i i truly just do not understand it it is there's no way that this movie was worse than thor the dark world there's no no shot 
No. And like, even the 80% audience score feels really low. Like, even I will ultimately give this a higher rating than that. And I'm about to tear this movie to pieces. You are. Yeah, but I'm still going to give it a really high rating because it's still a really great Marvel movie. It's just like, yeah. we'll, dis <laughs> we'll discuss. I'll explain in detail. But like, I, yeah. Um, yep. And then 67 is harsh as fuck. Like it really, the, dude. It just, it so is. It's not that bad, guys. Like, I guess like this is the grade I would give it when compared to Ragnarok, maybe. Oh, yeah. Ragnarok will always right? be the best Thor movie. Like, if it's, if if Ragnarok is a hundred percent, this is totally like a 67 and an 80. Like I could get down. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, like, but I don't know that that's, I, you know, I think it's, it's funny. It's like something that I struggled with even when we did our first Marvel movie, I think. Um, and, and something that I struggle with when we do our Disney movies where I'm like, is this the score that this movie gets like in the, just in the world or like within its sphere? See, I had to do, I thought about movie. that. Yeah. I thought about that too. When I was going through this and after everything that happened with, uh, multiverse of, of madness, I went into this reminding myself like, dude, first of all, you don't know a whole lot about this one. There really aren't that many rumors flying around about what's going to happen in this. And, you know, multiverse of madness had so many doors it could have opened and we got a lot of that stuff. Yeah, like John a huge Kaczynski. expectation got, game. Yeah, exactly. I had no expectations going into this. And so now kind of my criteria for this is it's kind of like three things. Did I have fun? Was there a moment where I was like, fuck yeah, dude. And did I feel emotionally connected to it in some way? And this movie 100% checked all those boxes for me. I had a great time watching this. Like right from the beginning, Gore's story was in fucking incredible i would watch gore's like story over just about any other marvel movie villain that wasn't like a s-tier villain like loki thanos ultron killmonger but like the his story was way better than ghosts or like yellow jackets or fucking yeah. ironmonger whiplash oh, no he was great he was definitely an awesome part of this movie I think where I lose you is because I agree with all of those things. Right. And in no way do I think this is a bad movie. Like I really want to say clear. that a lot. You guys, I'm going to say it the whole time while I tear it apart, but I really did like it. Um, but I just like, I'm not sure that I connected to it emotionally. I, and I will describe to you why as we dive in, but let us read a plot summary. Yes. Let us. So, <clears throat> Jane Foster is back, but it's no fun. Because right away, she has stage four cancer. That was weird. Um, but in a totally metal sequence that we do not get to see, she travels to New Asgard, is awoken... Actually, okay, I'm not going to nitpick. Wakes Mjolnir and discovers the power of mighty Thor. Meanwhile, in a totally and absolutely, I agree with this, completely different movie, the Asgardians of the galaxy are having a super sweet space fight with what looked like puppets from Labyrinth. Yes. Um, and discover a new villain who is, and you won't believe this, from a third entirely different movie. Mm. These desperate parts come together for a sweet boss battle slash kid rescue slash love story. And also Loki Jane dies in this and Thor becomes a dad. Like, yeah, <laughs> that wasn't a feed. That's actually what happens, you guys. Like, I, 
I can't even answer the last question here because I there I don't know any reefer on the planet that would make you think this plot line up. Um, but what do you think Taika YTT is smoking? Yeah. <laughs> I just I dude, it's yeah this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this this movie was fucking crazy. I'm gonna let you start with this because this actually didn't occur to me until I read your notes, but it does actually kind of bother me. Now that I'm like reading it, I'm just like, mm, yeah, that's annoying. All right. So let's we'll start with King Valkyrie, which there is nothing that I enjoy more than a female character who is referred to as the king and that I that is the Tessa title Thompson. and it's not gendered. Yeah. And oh, I love yeah, Tessa dude. Thompson. But no, they do this in The Magicians. Oh, um, yeah. With, uh, oh my God, it's been so long. What's her name? Uh, Margot, King Margot. Mm. And she's so awesome. So very much like me some King Valkyrie. But I am going to be nitpicky about this because why, like she is a member of the Valkyrie, but she has no name. And it's not like Valkyrie is like her hero name and her name is like, right. And it's like Karen or something like her. Yeah. Yeah. Like her name is, they call her Val. And I'm like, why? Why doesn't, why can't she have a name? I don't understand. (laughs) The only thing that I can think is that she prefers to call herself Valkyrie because she is the last one. And it's like a means to honor her sisters. Cause that's a huge part of like her little mini story in this movie is like Gore even taunts, taunts her with it. Like you had to watch your sisters die and you know, like you're the only one left and stuff like, so I do get it. Like, but it also is just like dumb. But she didn't, she didn't like, like what when was we she meet, before when we meet died. her in Ragnarok, she's not exactly like I died from like my sisters died for me. And she's like, fuck the Valkyrie. Fuck Asgard. Well, yeah, she's a drunk, man. Why would she tell everyone to call her Valkyrie if she was like trying to pretend that she wasn't a Valkyrie? But that Maybe was like, just, like the name that the shoot. That was the name that Hulk knew her by. Oh, he I refers to her as Valkyrie in Endgame. So I'm like, or in an, in infinite no in endgame no in you endgame. don't see him in endgame it's yeah, um, or infinity war no it's an endgame yeah um yeah so anyway i don't know why she doesn't have the dignity of a name but tessa thompson is everything um i love her endlessly she's just like the best and she's and i'm watching so obviously as you know Westworld, in which she is what I can't, you can't believe it that that's what's going on. I'm currently getting texts from other people who have chosen to listen to my advice who are stoked about Westworld and are watching Westworld. And you're Good, not. bring them on the show. I need more people to corral me into this. <laughs> so good. Um, but she's the best in everything. I'm glad that she was in this movie as much as she was. I really liked her with Jane. Like she was funny. Yeah, right? she was. And I do like that. It was this like off screen established relationship already like we didn't have to like watch them build a friendship together she already was like did you take that out on the sink and are you gonna tell thor about all this and stuff like that and i i really liked that she already was just like friends they're like they were all there's they were already good to go yeah and i liked her like her knives and her portable speaker oh my god that was so funny and i, I do i do so like bad. that they just had a relationship like they definitely passed the bechdel test in this yeah. movie which is yeah, nice. 100%. At least I hope so. I'm pretty sure. Probably. Yeah. They passed the Bechtel test. I want that speaker so bad. They talked about really. speakers and knives enough to pass, right? They must Yeah, have. absolutely. No, they 100% did. Yeah. Because <laughs> they talked about Thor, too. <laughs> a lot. Uh, 
but I was fine with her not having like a super deep story, right? Like we hear about her girlfriend dying in against in the fight against Hella, right, with the other Valkyrie. Yeah. Um, what was your take? Because I know you told me before you went in that you'd heard people saying it was like a ton of like gay jokes about her, and I was like, I have no, no idea what you mean. Yeah, that was like a thing. Was it intolerant people on the internet who were making I, like, I don't what know. sounded was, like a sound argument almost, but it turns out it was just a bunch of bullshit? Kind of. Like, there was yeah. a, at the red carpet event, um, Taika and uh, Tessa were on stage, and uh, Natalie were on stage, and someone asked, like, how gay is this movie? And Natalie was like, it's very gay. And Taika was like, it's very gay. And I'm like, okay and then i started reading stuff and it just kind of sounded like everybody was like this is weird and like forced in but it so wasn't like that's the thing like first of all we're not talking about him yet but i want an entire mini series on corgan Dwayne. i like that you know his name dude um i liked he had like a crazy mustache didn't he, he had a fucking that. cool mustache and i don't get how a rock has a mustache but if it turns out to be moss i'm so here for it none of it makes any like none of what they are makes any sense I which know. is great as rock people but yeah no i didn't feel like uh no it was perfect it wasn't forced it wasn't like and we didn't dwell on it it didn't define well, who she was what, like well yeah like i think that's that's the thing but also it's like any other like like cis straight relationship never gets d- described as being dwelled on or forced in right it's well just no i know like, but that's what i'm saying like anybody I just that had you know a what i mean it's this, like yeah. i hate that kind of argument of about anything of like as long as it doesn't feel forced and it's like what like cis straight relationship have you ever been like that felt so forced in that they she warned this straight relationship into my movie well no i'm not like, i mean i don't mean it like you know that I mean? I just mean like i know and i get what you're saying i mean it more like it didn't feel like they put it in there so that they could check like a, a PC box. It just felt like it was like, Oh yeah, that's just like part of who she is. That's okay. Cool. Yeah. It was just the care. Well, no, I mean, I totally agree. I think they cut out. I heard that they cut out a bunch of stuff and she, cause Tessa Thompson said at Comic-Con when they announced this, something about like King Valkyrie finding her queen. Oh, she said that at Comic-Con, she like they does shot have a moment with one of the women beside uh zeus so yeah, that would be kind of f- cool to see her come back i feel like it was a bigger part of like the original script or they, oh, they deleted like part the of scene. It. that's what i'm saying yeah. it was part of this movie um that there was a broader storyline on it but i'm cool with her not having like any big deep storyline i'm kind of yeah. like yeah be funny and hilarious and be like here for this fight like i liked her and jane like all ready to fuck shit up at what was it called because it wasn't olympus omnipotent city Thank you. Um, and I liked them like all ready to fight the whole time. And they're like, stop the diplomacy. Like we want to get in there and fight. Oh, and, like fuck shit up. Like the two of them are so funny. Dude, and yeah. they're just so up for like a space fight. And like, she wants to take a break <laughs> from her, like, meetings you know, and board shit. Yeah. Meetings and Raven mail and meetings that could have been Raven mail. <laughs> I love that shit, dude. I just, I, this movie had so many smart jokes about like really regular funny. shit. I also <laughs> loved. I want. Hilarious. I want Disney's like Marvel campus or whatever it's called, um, Avengers campus to create an Infinity Cones. Oh my god! Right, like, that was so funny. Place. That was so cool. I want that so bad. 
That's so They should just have funny. new Asgard. I know. I think they should. I think like, that would actually be yeah, pretty awesome. New Asgard would be a cool, like, even if it was just a food court, like a glorified and, food I court. I mean, it totally still could be because it's a tourist destination now. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like now that it's canon, a tourist place, like they could totally have like a section of Avengers campus that was new Asgard. That would be so funny. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I liked I liked all the stuff in new Asgard. I liked Matt Damon being back. I I fucking loved that, dude. I was so stoked about that. I was laughing my ass off when uh, Melissa McCarthy came out. Yeah, I thought that was funny. I liked it. I thought she was, I mean, she's always funny, like, but I liked how we got, because to an extent, it's like a rehash, right? Like, cool. We already, like, it's funny, but we've seen They played the play in Ragnarok. Right. Like, it's not, so I like how they also brought in, like, Matt Damon was back with what's, with, with Luke Hemsworth or the other Hemsworth. And they were talking. We have to put it, we have to put it to stage. And it's like, she didn't say no. She didn't, and they go off to like, like, workshop it and shit. Yeah. Yeah, That that was was really funny. I like how they had them do something new as well, because otherwise, like, it was so funny. Well, just, just doing the same thing again. Yeah. Um, um I love I don't want to talk about oh shit. I don't want to talk about Thor just yet because obviously it's his movie. Mm-hmm. But Do you want to I talk about Mighty Thor? No, I want to talk about Voldemort. All right, <laughs> let's move down to Voldemort. It <laughs> which is I, the opening of the movie. It is very much the opening in the movie. Um and I love you guys know, obviously, like you've been here for a year. Um I love the villain. I love villains with great stories. And the the best part about this as far as like I'm concerned is this was not a I'm doing this for evil purposes thing. It Oh no, totally. Was like all about getting even. First of all, I would have done the exact same thing if I had been a follower of Hapu and run into Hapu and he was like a total fucking dick like he was well and also an idiot to be like i mean and so arrogant to be like oh well this asshole had the sword he almost killed all of us aha yeah to this guy who like that was so arrogant you're just pissing off more yeah Yeah, and he's standing there next to the sword like what the fuck did you think was gonna happen anyway go on no i just like he had an actual you know what it is? Honestly, it's one of those like I can understand him. Right? And I think that's what makes a good villain. He's not the antithesis right. of Thor so much in this, and that's usually what a villain is is like Red Skull was the antithesis of you know, Captain America. That's such a that. boring comic it, trope. It is, and that's kind of like that, we didn't have uh, that here. Enough. Yeah, it's great that we didn't do this cuz you're right. The, usually, especially like the first villain. Mhm you know every time um not that this is thor's first movie you know what i mean you never but forget your first yeah but it's but it's mighty thor's first right? it was mighty thor, thor's first and like thor's never had well loki is thor's villain who's like thor right but it's not right. quite it's not quite a one to one he doesn't yeah. really have one who's like his exact antithesis but like Until that's like so fucking boring yeah i guess until the end of this movie i guess so i'm so fucking excited to see hercules like oh sure 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 i see what you're saying yes 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 yeah hercules will be thor's like thor other thor but yeah it's like like they do it in ant-man and they do it in i I mean it's like all of them all of the first iron man yeah 
Yeah. Iron Man, yeah. And Iron second Monster in the case of Iron Man, yeah. and like they just keep it's. It kind of keeps going. Um, <laughs> I I did feel like he had a good motivation though. He was definitely like a Killmonger level. Like this is a an awesome villain who's super fun to watch, and also I like empathize with what he's trying to do, and like also Loki Thanos. Yeah. Thanos was great. Exactly. I also just <laughs> loved the visuals of him, like watching him get more and more corrupted by the sword. Was yeah. was awesome. And I do love his line where uh Hapu is like, the sword will corrupt you. And you can see the black moving through his veins as he's mm-hmm. like picking up the sword, and he's like, That's funny. It doesn't feel like corruption. And then he kills him, and I was like, Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, that looked very cool. His whole thing was cool. Christian Bale is like too good for this movie. I kind of thought that. I honestly I did. There were moments where I was like, this is weird. Like, <laughs> what are you? It was doing so here, much man? better than the movie that he was in. Like, it was just like, what, what movie are you in? It's so yeah. much darker than this movie. And you're gonna have I, to tone it down a little bit, bro. Like, this they is- did. They had like lots of deleted scenes. I heard oh, did they? Okay. of Christian Bale where it was just like that is not apparently there is a fucking four hour cut of this movie oh hell yeah and oh, I, I, released the earlier. Cut. I should I should have mentioned this earlier but this is the shortest Marvel movie we've had in the last three years yeah it was wicked short and barely over two hours yeah it could have been so much longer but <clears throat> Yeah, uh, Voldemort here because he did look like Voldemort when he took his hood down and stuff. Like he totally had a Voldemorty thing happening. It, was from a totally, totally different movie. Um, I love how he, he appears. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. I like how he appeared with the kids in the cage. That was probably my one of my favorite parts in that whole movie. I could yeah. like I would have snuck into other theaters if it was at that part when I got there. Yeah, that was very cool. I enjoyed that a lot. He was he was satisfactorily creepy. He tonally did not match the rest of this movie at all. Yeah. That was I mean, the, and I didn't I didn't hate it. Like I really liked him being there, but it was weird. It was like the movie has like it seems like a really low stakes, like, yeah, fuck it. I also want to skip that Raven mail. Let's go on a space adventure. Like yeah. it's like 50% that and 50% like Voldemort has the children. Like it was so, and exactly. it's like, <laughs> what movie am I watching? And it's Christian Bale and he's going all out. And it's like, what's happening? I'll tell you the part where I was like, that kind of took me out of it was they do a Rick and Morty reference and it looks like they're about to land on this huge barren planet, but it's like the size of a parking lot and oh, yeah. the goats just scream. First of all, I want you guys to understand goats screaming is like one of the funniest sounds to me. And when in the beginning of the movie, when they brought them out as like a, a reward to honor Thor for saving them, I almost pissed my panties i was laughing so fucking hard they were funny the first like five to seven times when yeah. i kept going like it that was my problem they, is it, yeah yeah stop being funny like less than halfway through the movie but when it was they funny. run into the planet like they're just like we're going we're on this mystical dirt journey and it's all eerie and it's the shadow realm and then ah! i was like okay come on like come on dude they get a chuckle out of me still like it wasn't like I, I was sitting laugh, there being like, like, like humbug, like, no, like, I yeah, like <laughs> but it got it got less funny as that progressed. Yeah, but it wasn't like I was sitting there pissed. Like it wasn't throwing popcorn. 
I know. Well, yeah, I wasn't just like, fuck you, goats. <laughs> I just never said that. But like, I also had to sit in a theater with two people sitting in front of me who were like, why did he take the kids? Like, what What was the point of that? Like, they were just they were just there oh, to help him Shut in up, fight. sir. You're in the movie theater. I don't want to hear your questions. This I, well, and then I'm like, bro, are you dumb? Like, he needed a reason to bring Thor there. Oh, my God. I would have said, shut the fuck up in my movie theater. I paid to be I, here. Dude, see, I'm too nice. That's why I, I had to leave the goddamn house. No, I won't tolerate that. <laughs> are you kidding me? COVID's over. <laughs> you gotta fucking drive to the theater for this. It's like 20 minutes away. There's a parking lot. Nah, everybody's gonna shut up and turn off their phones um, and enjoy <laughs> the, the $13 worth of me sitting in that room. I paid $9. I went, to, I went at 10 o'clock in the morning. I didn't know I, I went on Friday night. night. I sh- but I you know what? I, I love being at the movies. I do. I just, but I, I expect, too. I expect fucking people not to be i get pissed when people talk in the movies i like the movies if, if the experience is the way that it's supposed to be yeah and if other people are ruining it for me then i will say something like i've gotten so pissed before anyway no i i'm here for it like I, yeah i couldn't open my starburst minis i was fucking pissed okay oh, I my popcorn and i brought a bag of cherries Ooh, it was really good i know that's actually pretty dope i know and my own diet or cherry coke zero which is the best. So I know I looked this up the other night and it's, they're not connected, but whatever, but it's one of those like hidden things. Cause we're talking about like, he's here to kill the, um, he's, the gods, he's right? Gore, he's going to the god slaughterer or whatever. He's the god butcher. Gore the yeah. god butcher. Yeah. Yeah. I was close. Um, you were same synonym. It's like, you know, it's a cinnamon. Cin- Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, but it it very much like we didn't get a direct correlation between this and Moon Knight, but they the it shows that Conchu was not like a one off dick of a god. Yeah, for real, right? Like they all kind they of all were. Like, yeah, like he's low key not like he's not wrong. I know. He, yeah, he wasn't like in. Okay, yeah, like the kind of the way he went about it. And there were better wishes he could have made to eternity than just killing them all. Well, like, rid me of this corruption and bring my daughter back. Like me, my me, my daughter, and fucking Jane Foster over here, all are fine. Oh, I know. That's my wish. Eternity must be picky as fuck. Eternity allows one one wish, and it's whoever gets to them first. Yeah. Although I will say seeing Eternity and I'll kind of talk about this towards the end when we have like phase four expansion or whatever, but having Eternity in the movie is a fucking massive deal. It is a massive deal. So I mean, maybe or maybe it's just like some crazy yeah. shit Taika Waititi threw in there and we're not going to see it again because like I don't see any Eternals. There were two. There were two. There were two Celestials in Omnipotent City. Okay, 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 that's true. And he um, does catch the statue of the head of a celestial in the altar. That's true. That's true. But it's like an But Easter still, egg. there's um, no like I know it is. Like it's yeah. not like, hey, this is a direct fucking like they don't you know what they could have done is just had like we've had you know, we've had a hard time with gods this last couple years. We lost the birth of a celestial on planet Earth. That's all they had to do. And we yeah, could have fucking like huh? mentioned it here. Yeah, that would have that would have been a nice place to slide it in. Um, but it they, we do kind of get the feeling that the gods are assholes, right? When we're here in Omnipotent City, and 
but I think what the movie was trying to tell us is that even the ones who are assholes, like, and there are potentially some good ones, like somehow do protect their worlds though. Like things are falling apart when the gods are being killed. Like they, it's actually a bad idea to kill all the gods. Yeah. It is creating an actual issue. Okay. Cause they really kind of make it seem like maybe we should do this. Like Zeus seems like an absolute, absolute douchebag. So that's the thing. Zeus is also the only one that ever talks about his followers or like no, worshipers or whatever. Like, hop, that's what I'm saying. Zeus doesn't talk about his followers. Hapu does. And Gore is like, dude, I'm literally the last one. And he's like, you think you'll be the last? And I'm like, yes, you will. Like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> You're like, well, that guy obviously was stupid. I know. He really was kind of dumb. And I recognize him from something, but I don't know what. And I looked it up and I don't know anything he's been in. So it was weird that I recognized him. Any hoodles. I I just feel this is probably since Killmonger and Thor or uh and Thanos that I've been like, dude, I get it. I don't know if I'd stop you if I had the power. Yeah, right. Where I'm like, that's that seems reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you had broken this whole thing down for me write it on paper like maybe this is a good idea is it communism on paper because that's kind of like a good idea too but like speaking of killing god i wonder when uh i wonder when his dark materials is coming back <laughs> holy shit dude we just like you guys are <laughs> anyway we'll return for final thoughts on gore but yeah i did i did enjoy the movie that he was in um and and i like the way that it that it looked that's a i i really enjoyed his like dark scary place and the yeah. way that like the weapons lit up during the final fight which was like really cool. i did like that yeah and i did like that he didn't actually have to have the sword on him it just appeared as long as a shadow was there when he needed it yeah 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 that was very cool um Oh, all just the color desaturation and then yeah, like the lightning there. bolt that was just like didn't need to be in the movie, like was great. Like it was <laughs> Yeah, and then now fucking Valkyrie has it. Okay. Yeah, right? I'm That's here not for gonna that. be a problem in book in movie book five. That's not gonna be a problem in movie five. That's gonna be why Hercules comes after them. Yeah, uh, but I well, we'll talk about it. I doubt that's happening in a movie. But mm-hmm. anyway, so we're talking about regular Thor. Regular Thor. Regular yeah. boring old Thor. <laughs> for some reason the center of this movie <laughs> yeah for reasons thor is and you know when they announced this movie i was like but chris hemsworth blah. but chris hemsworth is so good and i want it to be his movie and i love what they're doing with the character and like i don't want a new thor right yeah. like i was like i just i love what they're doing with him i don't want the next one after ragnarok to like not have him be the main character and now seeing this movie, I'm like, I still want that. And, and but y'all each needed your own movie that you were in, separate yeah. from one another. Why so, are we all here together? Why didn't they just make Asgardians of the Galaxy? Because to be clear, there are three movies happening here. One is Asgardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, which that's is like the movie over I wanted to go see. Yeah, that's the movie I wanted to see. The second is Gore loses his family and goes insane, like the Joker. Yeah. Right. And the third one Mighty is Thor. you name it, rom-com Mighty Thor. Yeah. And I'm like, so I wanted to see as Guardians of the Galaxy, personally, was a movie that I wanted to go see. And then after I saw this, I'm like, I wanted everyone to have their own room because they were all good and none of it made any lame. sense, right? Like, yeah. Here's the other thing. 
and this is the second time we've done this, is this is another Marvel movie where the trailer completely misdirected me. How so? The trailer makes it seem like Thor gives up fighting. He doesn't want to fight anymore. He he doesn't want to battle. He's he's like he's given up his his warrior ways. And I I say that because there one of the first trailers is uh him literally saying that. And then like when the Guardians charge the fight, he's walking away. Okay, so they yeah they clipped it together that way. Yeah, so Got they it. clipped it to make it look like when he's burying. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's in the. It's probably in the, the Taika cut. The, the Taika cut, yeah, <laughs> the YTTs. Um, but I think honestly, like this is my one expectation that I had because the only real reason the Guardians were in this was to explain why the, like how he separated from them. Well, because they have to he pick leaves up with there them because they end leave end. together. Yeah, right. They, exactly. And I will be fucking pissed if this means that this is the end of them together, and like Thor's not in Guardians three. Oh, he he won't be. I he's hate off, that. He's off with. He's in a. If you pay close enough attention, he's in a spaceship. If I pay close, I I saw the movie, Scott. I witnessed no, I know, the end but of like, the film. <laughs> just, no, just but like, like, I still I'll be pissed. Like if this means, I think yeah. I think this does mean that they won't be together in future movies and i think that's some fucking i don't see why they would be but that's so that's what i I was gonna say like find a plot convenience to bring it was the whole movie could be this was very much a romantic comedy built on plot convenience and here's the one problem that i do actually have with still including the guardians of the galaxy they should have left because they got word of gamora they should not have left because of all of these distress signals. No, I agree with that. That was totally convenient. But, you know, that might say something about what is going to happen in Guardians 3 or also, like, how much they knew about what was going to happen in Guardians 3 when they were making this movie. Because, like, yeah. how fucked would it be if they said that and it's not one And then, like, it can't movie. go down that way. Yeah, I guess Yeah, that's true. they might need some kind of, like, we need to be able to start our movie where we want to start it. You can't right. do the opening scene for us in Thor however many years before. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I, I That's fine. I, yeah, I'm okay with that. It's still, like, really convenient and lame when they separate. Like, I wanted them to stay to... I, there's still a way for them to put them back together. They work too well together not to have more future scenes. It's just like, yeah. oh, I wanted Asgardians of the Galaxy to be a thing. Like, and and maybe maybe Thor and Love can still go hang out with them. You never know. But I think that would I, be kind of cool. I hope they get at least like a oh shit, we need somewhere to go hide. Oh, call Thor. Like in yeah. Guardians three. Like, give me a scene. Give me a quick like yeah. everybody catch your breath. Or them just know, making like a joke. Scene. Be like, why can't we just call in Thor? And he's like, he's busy babysitting. No, I want him to be there. I want to see them together being hilarious. I think that they should I spend guess. like like seven to twelve minutes of screen time together. It would be great. That's all. Yeah, I a little want. more than this, yeah, for sure. I'm not asking for much. You I are. <laughs> well, you're asking yeah. for two hundred fifty million dollars worth of changes. What I want is like a full Disney Plus show that is just as Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that's kind of what everybody expected this to be. I would have been so down. I well, I would have. I knew they weren't going to be in the whole movie. I just didn't anticipate the end, like breaking them up. I don't know why I didn't think about it. I just like felt like he would go back. I, 
like going yeah. into the movie, not like during it. I wasn't like, where's Star-Lord? But like, you know, before <laughs> the movie, it like never crossed my mind that he wouldn't still be part of that team after this, even though I didn't expect them to be in this whole movie. So, but it would be cool and they could do it at any time to do an Asgardians of the Galaxy mini series on Disney Plus that takes place in between Endgame and uh, Love and Thunder. Yeah, there's going to be a mini series called I Am Groot. That's just about him going from adolescence to back to adulthood. Great. Maybe Chris Hemsworth can be in that and it can be as Guardians of the Galaxy. That would actually be kind of cool. I'd be all right with that. It's probably going to be animated. No, it's going to be it's going to be him. <clears throat> Live action. I hope. Well, I hope I, I hope it is. I mean, um, I will say this, though, and this is they said that the same thing got said about Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, both of them love playing these characters. Like Chris Hemsworth said, like, I hope they just keep asking me to do these because I love doing this. Yeah, he and, said until until people don't want me to do it, yeah. then I'll keep doing it. And Benedict Cumberbatch was like, I'll do this for the next like 15 years. <laughs> right. Like, this is <laughs> well, why great. wouldn't you? I know. It's well, like and, so much fun and it's like pretty easy money. Like <laughs> he literally like, dude, Chris Hemsworth just got to make a movie with his daughter, his wife, and his brother. And yeah. he, he's going to make a shitload of money. I, for yeah. those of you who aren't aware, the girl who plays Love is Chris Hemsworth's daughter. It's his yeah, real daughter. Luke Hemsworth plays one of Thor the actors. In, as the, and he's actor Thor. Oh, that's right. He is, yeah. He is yeah, actor Thor. he plays and actor then, Thor. I, also, fun fact his other brother is in Westworld and he's excellent. Is he really? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's great. It's actually fucking cool. Ashley Stubbs is the other Hemsworth. Um, but he's not playing on the Hemsworth name. He no, he totally is. He's totally a Hemsworth. He's just I can't remember. Oh, I thought which you were Hemsworth saying his name is. is. This is how little I know about Westworld. I thought no, you were no, saying no. Ashley is... Stubbs is the character's name, yeah, okay, and he is it. played by Liam Hemsworth. Liam that's Hemsworth. Liam okay. Hemsworth. That's the other one I know. That's the other one. Um, um, and then Chris Hemsworth's wife is the wolf woman that he makes out with in the flashback during Korg's story. That oh, when that's they're making funny. out on the wolf. So I thought that was <laughs> really funny. That's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a good Easter egg. It is actually. Um, but here, like, I like his story in this movie. I like that this was about, it didn't turn out to be like him, like not wanting to fight and then finding a reason to fight. That's kind of dumb to me. I'm glad it was about him, like wanting to close off from love because it can't, all it does is like hurt him. And it's, it's totally true up to this point. He he trusted his brother. Uh, his brother betrayed him. Then he trusted his brother. His brother betrayed him again. I, I thought the Korg story was funny. He's like, then Loki died. Then Loki died again. <laughs> then Loki died again. <laughs> like, Dude, yeah. But then, like, and his dad died. His mom died. Jane broke up with him. It just like he really kind of has only ever known loss. Because if you really think about it, he hasn't technically been an Avenger. The whole time he really was only an Avenger for like two years because he leaves at the end of Age of Ultron, and then he is never with them again until Infinity War. Yeah, they mention he and Hulk are gone. Yeah, uh, in Civil War. Civil War. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess so. It's I guess I sort of wasn't like I was. I was looking for your opinion on this piece actually because I'm like. So his character arc is that he's like not running away from love and commitment, but I'm like, 
I just really felt like that character flaw was explained to us in this movie during a montage. And for someone who's been on our screens for the last like 15 years, I'm kind of like, huh, why did you need to? Yeah. Shouldn't there be <laughs> a little bit deeper <laughs> stuff here? Well, just like. It, and it made me question myself. I'm like, is this set up? Like, I get that we didn't see the story with him and Jane and they showed us that in flashback, which I totally enjoyed. I think that was. Oh my God, that was that was really good. I did yeah. really like that. I was, was kind of worried that they were just going to keep talking about it and never like, and I'm like, but we don't see any of that. Like it is important to, I did like the montage and him yeah. being pulled with rollerblades and him asking yeah. if she stole rollerblades. Yeah, like that was, yeah, that was funny. Skate bros <laughs> she's for like, life. Yeah, she says she, says she does, right? She, she says she doesn't. And then he's like, oh yeah, I, I skateboard every, every or I skate every Friday. And he's like, right, Korg? And Korg says something about like, uh, yeah, that's right. Blades that's for right. days or something like that. It was so oh my fucking God, funny. <laughs> but uh, I just felt like, I feel like Thor has always been like an emotional dude who's like always been talking about jane and like really yeah. took it to heart when like his friends die he like takes that hard and is very like i feel like he's like a committed dude who like i don't really see him like shying away from love and like pushing people away like yeah. that's not something i've noticed in thor am i crazy no and I, you're totally right and i think that's i think that's why this worked for me is because this was him like dude i'm just i'm giving up I, I've been like emotional. I've been invested in all of this stuff and I just can't fucking. No, but they're do like trying to say that that's what happened when they broke up, that this has like always been his problem. And I'm explaining to that to you oh. now by a montage. That's what I'm saying, that it was like, and Thor has always had an issue with commitment. See the montage from earlier in the movie. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Okay. Like, that's what I mean. It's like for a character we've had for such a long time, it seemed weird that we needed to explain like the character flaw that broke up him and Jane is like, it's, I get that it hasn't been part of the story. So they had to kind of make it up. I just like, didn't feel like emotionally connected to that of like, Oh yeah, you're overcoming this challenge we've known about for like, you know, 46 minutes. Sure. Yeah, like, I guess that's true. I, that was a little bit, I, it just was like weird for me. I didn't feel like it worked. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. I, I think it leads into our discussion of Jane. Um, while one of my favorite scenes from this movie involves her, I do unfortunately feel like a lot of her story was the weakest part of this movie. Yeah. Which bummed me out because it was like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I guess, I guess it's not really about you at all. Is it <laughs> like it, it was, like, but it was like, like, not. okay, I get it. Like you guys, like you broke up, right? Like she wrote the note but she still had feelings for him. But then she like clearly moved on. Also, before we get any deeper into this mad shout out that my main girl, Kat Dennings is back. Oh, for sure. I yeah. 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 Stoked to see Kat Dennings back. Always. I wanted her to be in the movie again, perhaps in the montage that we did not get and I should know. have of her, like learning to use her powers and living in new Asgard and being like, Darcy come to new Asgard. I now have powers. Like, where is that? That's actually, that would have been what awesome, the fuck, dude. Why didn't we get any of it? It just felt so rushed. And I, and here's the thing. And I'm going to let you finish your thought, but I just, I really, really enjoyed the first act with the Asgardians of the galaxy. 
And I'm really, really missing the first act that we didn't get where she discovers her powers with Kat Dennings. Uh, you know, and I was going to call her Kat like it was her character name with Darcy. Um i'm like what the fuck and the way i i but i would have liked it if it was like running parallel like we'd cut really quickly between the two of them and maybe they're doing something kind of similar and we're kind of like i yeah you know i'll bet you anything one of the deleted scenes is actually that conversation where it's post picking up Mjolnir and Jane calls Darcy and she's like, you got to come down here. Like I can control the magic of this sword. And Darcy says, I've literally had it with small towns and magic, <laughs> which is just a straight direct reference back to WandaVision. Yeah. Which still nobody really talking about WandaVision. I, I, mean, know. I know. I know Dr. Strange, but like otherwise. And he even just was like, I'm not going to talk to you about Westview. And I'm like, D- maybe we what? should. Yeah, I'm like someone might want to discuss Westview with Wanda. <laughs> like, I guess everyone's fine with what just happened. <laughs> I, but yeah, I, I, uh, I hope that they re- like release the Taika cut. I, know. I want to see I'm, all I'm sure this they will. shit. Or I want like, to start tweeting about it right now. Let's just I'll get it going. The, yeah, that's. I'll, I'll add that to the. Uh... <laughs> yeah hashtag release the tech cut yeah absolutely just like let's just t- start getting people riled up let's go talk to the uh the zack snyder people and have them oh, tell yeah. us yeah yeah tell they'll, us what they'll know exactly are, what to do they're fucking <laughs> relentless that group will like yes god restore the snyder verse i mean with everybody that's so mad on the internet right now i would be kind of shocked if there wasn't eventually going to be a movement like dude can we get not maybe not like a re-release like justice league got re-released but maybe like can the can the move the the blu-ray have all of the deleted scenes and not just like the big ones that they thought would be funny can we yeah, get like, like release all of them? the director's cut yeah. in the dvd like a lord of the Rings style like the extended edition or or yeah. like they did for bvs yeah exactly like it wasn't quite the snyder cut but it was like low-key it was you kind of the snyder it. cut it was yeah. like but also like without all of the hate here is like the better version of the movie yeah um but here's the thing the, as as you know we said in the beginning this was three movies yep so you know maybe we can release all three but um, that's the dream what i what i didn't like with the the jane, jane. foster stuff was the cancer bit i was kind of like it and again, it was just really an, convenient. Well, and it was an issue of just not having enough time. It's like I don't feel emotionally connected to the fact that she's sick, and therefore I don't feel emotionally connected to it when she dies later because I'm just like, what? Like, how are you? Like, you're super sick, and then it's like, oh, I know how I'll fix it. I'll become Thor, and it's like jokes. Becoming Thor doesn't actually have any impact on my cancer, except it makes it worse. And it's like, then wh- why are we here? Then what just happened? Yeah. what if this doesn't make any fucking sense why does what makes you thor make you dead like that doesn't track like just being thor for like 10 minutes should make it so that you don't have cancer anymore if you ask me yeah that Which- was like my one so carson and i were talking my cousin carson and i who i've been trying to get to come on this show for how long we've we been on the air a year <laughs> um on the air how long we've we been on the <laughs> internet <laughs> on the air Jesus. spotify apple podcasts Mm-hmm. All um, those airwaves, all of those. Um, he and I were talking about it, and he he basically said the same thing. He was like, "It just it didn't make sense that she literally reads." To be fair, it's a folklore book, so maybe it's not a hundred percent accurate. It's just like myths or whatever. But 
it says it increases strength and stamina. And it did. And health. Of, it said health. Oh, did it? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Then now I have no answer. I didn't know yeah, it said health. I'm like, it was now supposed to. If, and if it's just like it temporary makes you Thor, like I'm like, dope, be Thor all the time then. I mean, then she do, does, then, but that was the other thing I didn't get was like she drops the hammer and loses the Thor powers. That's not how that works. I don't know, dude. I I think I, I'm not convinced it makes sense. And I just like, it's what kills her. And it's supposed to be like the emotional crux of this movie. And I'm like, I don't track yeah. any of this. And I well, just think there's, here's what I would have liked to see. If I can, if I can pitch you the alternate yes, first do. act of that's, this movie. That's what we do here. Like, straight up what i would have preferred was like a taika waititi style like hilarious story where she's just like she's not sick she just like goes to new asgard as like part of her researcher she's like on vacation getting a fucking what was it the infinity infinity cone in, an infinity cone <laughs> like she's just chilling like she's just you know she wants goes to see her friend valkyrie i don't know maybe they know each other for reasons and then just like shenanigans ensue and she like whoopsie becomes thor i would have loved i would have believed that a lot more well it would have been funny right taika waititi could have done a hilarious like oh fuck would you look at that and like and then and then she can run into thor and like learn how to use her powers and we can tell that story like parallel alongside you can even see like the mirror shots and the cuts and the cloys they could do it right between like her learning to fight and thor like out there crushing it and being an asgardian of the galaxy and then she has to die to distract gore to stop him or like who cares plot then make something up later who cares well no but i just mean like she clearly did not want to do this she could not die well that's the other question right yeah is she not dead to come back no she's valhalla well right but there's like everyone being like she's not dead there's no way she's dead now she's just gonna come back i'm seeing that a lot and i'm like i low-key don't think that natalie portman wants to do this she doesn't she came back because she really liked ragnarok and that's actually how christian bale got involved too he's like dude i loved ragnarok it was awesome i would love to do this it was awesome Um, yeah christian bale wasn't in that movie he wasn't in the asgardians of the galaxy he was in his own (laughs) movie by himself (laughs) The movies just kind of converge at the end of the movie. Of the Sex main to suck. You weren't, in the, you weren't even in a movie with Chris Hemsworth. You guys never actually were on screen together. You're in a movie with screen. just you. But like, I, I, get, I get how, dude, now I'm just like picturing him like fighting green tennis balls instead of Chris Hemsworth actually being there with him. No, you don't get to be with any other actors. It's just you, Christian. It's just your movie. I think my biggest, like, well, here, because we have been kind of, like, shitting on it for a minute. I'll tell you my favorite scene in the whole movie, besides okay. when Gore appears in the cage to the kids. Because, hands down, that is, like, one of the dopest things I've ever fucking seen. That was cool. In a Marvel cool. movie. Definitely. The, and shocker for you guys, this involves the score, which was done by Michael Giacchino, who did, um, or Giacchino. I can never remember if it's Giacchino or Giacchino. Um, he did the score for Ragnarok as well. Um, there is a moment after it's revealed that Jane is the new Thor, like literally right when he's like Jane, uh, <laughs> and she turns Mjolnir into a fucking machine gun. Yeah, that was cool. I loved that because I wondered why she didn't do that again. Just saying, she does but- it a lot. She does it in Omnipotent City. 
Does uh, she? To, yeah, she, she does it to kill a bunch of there? the guards when Thor's like. Okay, I thought she did it only nothing. like one other time, and I was like, "Girl, you." Yeah. Well, and then she does it to Gore to pull the pieces of the Necro Sword away from him, so that Thor can destroy the handle. Right. No. 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 Yeah. 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 She yeah. does it then. It's the one in Omnipotent City that I must have missed. Yeah, she does it really quickly. It's it was like very three cool. shots, but it was I'm it was the dopest like thing ever. And like the the fucking score is like super amped up. And like I was, if there hadn't been other people in the theater, I would have been standing up. I would have just been like, "Fuck yeah, let's go, pay per view." Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it was it, the dope. score was sweet. Like all the music was really really good. It was very metal. Like I, I, I that was like the coolest part of Ragnarok too, right? It, yeah, it's just like how straight and metal it was. <laughs> like it, was, it really just was like '80s. Like just yeah. And this this was also very cool in that way. Another thing I liked was um, their whole like "I want to feel shitty with you" thing was a cute line. Yeah, I did really like that, and I thought it was that was the other thing I noticed. Uh, they totally went for the four allowed uses of shit in this movie. Oh, they used way more than they four. They definitely used way more than four, and I fucking loved they it. They used it a lot, and it was great. It was very, like, I noticed it. Because, yeah, usually they'll have a couple. But they said it a lot in this movie, and I liked it. Yeah, it was... I thought it was a really clever way to be romantic and still be that, like, YTT funny. He was like, I want to feel shitty with you. And she's like, what? Yeah. It's <laughs> like no, I'm not that's not I'm not saying it right. But <laughs> and I while we're on the subject of relationships because for some reason this bothered Carson, but I loved the weapon to master. Oh, I jealous that relationship was that was so, so funny. funny. So funny. Um when and it was in the trailer so we'd seen it but the shot when store when he's like trying to call Mjolnir Oh yeah and Stormbreaker, Stormbreaker hey, hey buddy hey, he was just, just calling, calling you. you I like when he has to go like talk to Stormbreaker I really liked when he wrote Stormbreaker like a brief <laughs> during the first act <laughs> You better hurry up That was so funny And he pour he just pours the ale all over Stormbreaker it's time for your first beer like, what is going on like, yo, can you imagine if we'd seen like something like that in the original Thor? Oh, dude, that would have been amazing. It would not have worked in like 2000 and you know 10 or whatever. But yeah, that was super super funny. I liked the whole thing between them, and I liked how Stormbreaker like couldn't like it wouldn't let him like, travel to Bifrost. Yeah, yeah, it was just like no fuck you. Like he, they're just like having a fight. <laughs> And he has to like go out and talk to it while it's like like steering the ship or whatever. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. He's like, we're good, right? Like we're okay. We're okay. We're good. that was hilarious. The last I thing mean- I'll say on Jane too. It, I do really like that she still was like goofy and quirky, and her like continuous need to have a catchphrase was so fucking funny to me. Yeah, that was cute, and I I liked how they did not tell us the catchphrase because it couldn't have possibly been it, there's like, no way it was better than number write. one my name is the mighty thor number two <laughs> if you can't pronounce that dr jane foster 
Fuck yes. And then number three, Taste My Hammer, which I kind of figured Taste My Hammer <laughs> was going to come my back. Hammer, or eat my Hammer. Was. That's whatever it was. Yeah. I was glad that she whispered it to Thor in the end, though, and she's yeah. like, I have it. I'm like, good. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Have that be a secret whisper and not something that we're sitting here tonight being like, what a stupid fucking catchphrase. That's Here's the, the thing, though. I don't want Thor 5 to come out and him say, like, the woman I loved used this. You should say this, love. Because that's her name now, is love. Right. The girl born of eternity. Mm, hopefully that's not what's going to happen. Yeah, I kind of hope it isn't. Um, uh, yeah. I liked love. But I did like love. I thought she was funny. I thought the whole end of this, though, was just so, like... Like, I really liked the... I liked the big fight when all three of them were there. It was really, really cool. And... Yeah. I fucking loved the final fight with the kids. Like that was that was awesome. Sick. And I get how it needed to be and should be. Like it was like all of a sudden it was like in the Venn diagram of the three movies that this is like l- like l- Love and Thunder wasn't wasn't in it anymore. Mighty Thor, the Mighty yeah. Thor movie wasn't there anymore. It was just Christian Bale's Joker and uh, and Asgardians of the Galaxy. I'm like. Yeah. When those two meshed over, and Thor's like, "Uh oh, it's just me fighting this guy and all his shadow monsters," which looked really cool. He's they like, well, "We definitely really cool, need the actually. kids." Like that was sick. Like that that was the movie I wanted to return to, but it was not the movie we were previously in. And I'm kind of was like, "How come we're just like sidelining everybody else?" And it turned out so cool that it was like hard to be mad about because I was in the movie theater, like, well, yeah, "Yeah, fuck yeah, this is sick." But. <laughs> You know, then like I come home and think about it, and this is where I kind of understand the, uh, the score. No, the yes, the I thought you meant the musical score. Oh yeah, no, the, the tomato or whatever. Yeah, the difference between the critics and the audience scores on Rotten Tomatoes, because critically, I'm like, where are our other characters here? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, we're supposed to be experiencing a Mighty Thor movie along with these other two movies. And she's just not here. And Valkyrie, I can't even remember why Valkyrie doesn't come. She she's gets just stabbed like, by the Necrosword. They, oh, right. She has to go to the hospital or something, right? Yeah. yeah she straight up she's loses injured. A I forgot. That's oh, and by the way, injured. Sif is in this movie. In case you guys like, She is. Forgot. And that was so funny. Maybe her arm is in Valhalla. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe her arm's in Valhalla. Or not. I thought that would have been so <laughs> funny if in the post credit scene, we just saw an arm like clink a glass with somebody else. I thought they, that would have been so great. They missed an opportunity to have Lady Sif's arm yeah. in Valhalla. <laughs> Dude. But we didn't get any close-ups of like, like we didn't travel Valhalla. It was just the two of them. No, it was there. just kind of the two of them. Yeah, which I th- I still thought was really great. And I love that Idris Elba comes back as Heimdall for that one little shot. Yeah, he looked great. His The whole Valhalla thing was was awesome. I super enjoyed that. Um, did, like, um, Russell Crowe was kind of underutilized here, but he was really funny. I love when he's like, we are the gods. We bow to no one. We are not jokes to anybody. And then he like daintily picks up his god skirt to come down the stairs. I was like, (laughs) are you fucking kidding me right now? So uh, he is... He is ripping on, um, he's doing an impression of an apparently really well-known Australian comedy TV character. Oh, is he really? Yes, this is a thing. That's hilarious. Um, Yeah, so it was, I also thought that it was really funny, but if anyone's like not picking up what they're putting down here, it's because we're not familiar with the thing. I didn't know that. I kind of want to look that up now. Yeah, it's a specific thing that he's ripping on that's like a, that Australians know what it is and New Zealanders. It's a it's, it's takeaway TT, right? So well, it's, yeah. yeah. 
So it's a, it's a rip of something on Australian TV. Which, if anybody else is not familiar or not watching it, we kind of talked about it earlier, but Ta- uh, Taika Waititi is responsible for what we do in the shadows and uh, our flag means death. So if anybody loves that mm-hmm. like goofy, reverent comedy, I highly recommend both of those shows. Because people from uh, What We Do in the Shadows were actually in this movie. They had cameo roles. One of the gods was the guy that plays Deacon in the original movie. There were tons of references in this movie. There is actually a Wakanda Forever reference in here. There's a uh, blink and you miss it moment where Valkyrie and Jane are sitting in the council chairs and Bast, the goddess that gave the panther goddess that gave wakanda the power of the black panther she's sitting in front of them that's why i was trying to connect it to um moon knight because he actually has a conversation with the avatar of bast yeah i was shocked that we didn't get like the hippo goddess that's what i thought like something like that in there like i could have seen her like god that would have been so great i don't know indulging somehow in yeah, that whole scene was fucking funny. I like how they talk about the orgies where I'm like, every Taika Thor movie, they're talking about orgies. <laughs> I will tell you this. The one part that I was, even in the theater, like the one thing that I was like, that is so fucking stupid is the stupid little dumpling god. That you was thought that was stupid? I, I thought, thought that was, was so dumb. I laughed when Why? I saw it, but the more I thought about it, I was like, dude. Why he's the god of dumplings? I know, but if it had a if it had been like just a dumpling, like with a face, that's fine. But it had the cartoon face, and I'm like, no, I don't know why. I'm just like nitpicking about that one part. But Carson brought that up to me, and I'm mad about it now. So this is basically Carson's fault. (laughs) No, oh my god, no! It's like a like Asian cultural thing that you're not getting. No, no, I get that. I understand what it is. Like I just like it has to have a face. Like all of the things have, I know that was so funny. I loved that. I thought it was perfect the way that it was. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Snacks. Anyway, um, so in terms of like phase four and stuff, um, there I feel really like isn't there's a whole lot that this does. I don't know. I feel like there's two directions that phase four is going right now. And supposedly, we're going to find out more at Comic-Con in a few weeks. True. We are supposed to find out who the next big bad is. Like, who the next, like, Thanos-level thing is. That's the problem. I don't think it's Kang. Because we already know Kang is the villain in Ant-Man and the Wasp 3. I know, right? And I feel like it's all going to start coming together. I don't know. I still feel like maybe not even Phase 4, but, like, Phase 5. Yeah. Like at some point, I, I, I do think not phase four, but I think at some point we're going to come back around to Loki and Sylvie with we he have to with remains. he who remains. Yeah. Yeah. I and think I that's going to be the whole at the end of this. I think it's Kang. I think like that's going to be the big yeah. thing. But the other thing that phase four is setting up is the kiddos and the young Avengers. And yeah. that's like it seems like, oh, Loki, everyone like knows that's happening. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're setting up young Avengers. And it's like. Well, right, but like we're setting up Young Avengers, like that's cool. It's like a big deal. Yeah, like can we stick with that? That here's my problem. We're setting up technically three things. We're setting up the multiverse and Kang arriving. Mm-hmm. Then we're setting up the Young Avengers, which I'm fucking here for. But then we're also setting up the potential for Galactus to arrive. 
or someone as like potent as eternity to come in. Like we have the cosmic side of things still out there somewhere. Erishem is still casting judgment on earth. That's why he took the last eternals from earth. Yeah. We have the gods like they're setting up some of the big cosmic forces, but they're also setting up secret wars. Yeah. I think that's where all the kids are going to come in is secret wars. Well, because the multiverse is like the foundation of secret wars, right? We talked about that in the multiverse of madness episode, right? That that's where we think things are going. And I just think we've been discounting or forgetting when like, cause we keep coming back around to this question of like, is for phase four disjointed? Does this make any sense yet? And I think the whole fandom is kind of like trying to answer this question, but I think we keep forgetting about the young Avengers and how important they're going to be. So let us count the ways that we are setting up the young Avengers. <laughs> so we have love from this episode. I want to think Axel. like Axel Heimdall's kid, which is like, it might be like young side characters instead of the young Avengers, but like, like he might be B team, but I like him a lot. Then we have Kamala Khan, America Chavez, Kate Bishop. We had Eli Bradley, who the Patriot from Falcon and Winter Soldier briefly. He may also be B team. Um, Wiccan and Speed, who are Wanda's twins, Cassie Lang, yep, and then potentially, but I I don't really think so. But Morgan Stark is still in the mix. We're not going to get Morgan Stark. We're going to get Riri Williams, right in Ironheart or whatever. Yeah, Ironheart, yeah. Which yeah. again, I'm totally fine with. the The one thing I don't understand is we also did Loki set up the Dark Avengers with uh U.S. Agent at the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. That's, I think that's why everybody's like kind of saying this is like, there are so many jumbled up possible routes to take. I would kind of, I'm not going to say I'd be disappointed because I love Kang and I think he's awesome, but I, there's a little part of me that would be a little bit let down if Comic-Con announces that Kang is the next big bad. Right. Like, cause we kind of already do know it. Right. I feel you. You know what could be interesting too? Like when you talk about setting up like the Dark Avengers through uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah. Like wouldn't it be interesting because in the comics obviously there's like really big bad overarching storylines and then there's like smaller little things that are happening and like wouldn't it be interesting if they used seasons twos on Disney Plus because right we're still in like phase one filming right now. Right. And but we're like in phase one of Disney Plus, right? Like nobody's seen a season two yet. It's only been a year. Yeah. Of these Marvel shows. So like wouldn't it be interesting as as these shows go into seasons twos, if things like maybe we can do some of those things like Dark Avengers without it having to be the big movie arcing storyline and be yeah. like, but where is it? It's not being set up. Well, sure it is over on Falcon and Winterfold. It's Winter Soldier. Let them handle it. Right. Like the shows are getting their own combination like netflix tried to do with the defenders but it didn't work because they didn't yeah but like they can have like yeah other shit happened like treat the shows more like they would have treated like one of the sort of b movies of like iron man 2 didn't fucking matter in in the avengers that's okay you know and like create like a more layered cake here you know what i mean i I think they could like handle a lot of these like smaller storylines on the small screen and not have to worry about it all that much. (laughs) Like they could do dark Avengers, like no problem and just keep it on TV and it doesn't have to impact like. Yeah. 
Secret Wars, like the build up to Secret Wars. I right? think that will be the culmination. I think, I think it'll so be Secret too. Wars will be the big fucking thing. And I, I think, think that's it'll what be we're going to hear about Wars the most. Ending with He Who Remains and making a different decision. Sylvie makes a different call. Oh, and that's that the end could be of, fucking cool. But that's like um, at this rate, that's like the end of phase five. That's not. Yeah, what, or that's what leads us into five, and we have to deal with that. No, that's end of. There is no fucking way that there's time for like secret wars to happen between now and the end of this phase. There's just, there's just. Not. But that's the thing. Like the phase has only existed after Avengers came out, so there's really no like distance. This needs to travel. Phase four could go on for another two years. Yeah, but don't we know that it's not? Yeah, but two years is nothing. No, I'm talking about like if we're doing this, it has to be at the end of another end game level movie. I don't want to yeah. see this for at least six. Years. That's fair. I yeah, want I'll, that. I'll, I'll I w- that. Like if we see Loki and Sylvie there again, making a different decision that had better be at least five or six years from now yeah. of stuff building up to it. I think that after end game, we're all like, we're like, give me the next big giant ridiculous thing. And it's like, bitch, that took 10 years and like 23 movies. Calm your tits. It's true. Have it. If you want it to be good again, chill. That's, I feel like that's the end of phase five. I'm like, roll, let's see what happens. Let's have like a whole bunch of like a long storyline that is Secret Wars. I don't want Secret Wars to be one movie if we get all no, these like different that, multiverse variants and yeah. shit from all these different characters that we have now. Fuck that. No, that's I want ridiculous. that to be at least like three movies like and a, and a TV show. I hope they give it like a shitload of room to breathe and oh yeah, six years at the absolute minimum and then it's the end of phase five and we get there. But in the I'd meantime, I honestly, young I Avengers can come and play. Yes, they should. They can have their own movie between now and Secret Wars. I agree. I don't know if they need their. I don't know because half of them are from shows. So, Young Avengers need like either their own show, right? Like the yeah. Defenders got. Yeah. Or, like a like a like a Civil War. Right, it's yeah. not quite an yeah, Avengers yeah, yeah, level yeah, yeah, movie, yeah. but it's like, but but the gang's all here. Like it's that's that's what they need. I just want, I just you know, keep keep beating this dead horse till I die too. But oh I would have liked for Doctor Strange to be different and for it to be in the way that made sense yeah. and that resulted in us having Wicked and Speed in this universe. But sure, fucking whatever. Yeah. I will yeah. give you guys this though, and I said it on the episode, and I've been thinking it every time we think about it. But Wanda's not dead. No, obviously Wanda's not dead. But like, why did that movie have to not be good? I don't understand. Yeah. I have to why, watch. I it don't again. get why I had to end that way. I'm still mad about it. The point is, um, what did you think about Brett Goldstein as Hercules? And are you excited? I'm do you stoked. care? I'm, what do you, I'm how do you feel stoked. about this? I kind of, I knew as soon as they were like uh, Russell Crowe's Hercules or Russell Crowe's Zeus, I'm like, okay, so Hercules is here. Like he's going to be here in some way. I'm glad that they saved him for um, the post credit scene. I do really like that because it does open up the possibility that he's now going to seek revenge on Thor. Um, I did also like that Russell Crowe didn't die. I, oh, I, totally. I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, he's going to want his lightning bolt back. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be the big thing is Thor is going to have to, I don't know necessarily if it's going to be Thor because he, he says we need to remind the mortals of the gods. So maybe it won't even involve Thor. Maybe that's what brings Thor to earth again. 
Maybe. I super do not see Thor 5 having anything to do with those guys, right? Like, I feel like that's going to be its own thing, like, potentially way down the line, you know? Like, isn't isn't, uh, Adam Warlock not even going to be in Guardians 3? No, he is. Supposedly, he's the villain. Is he actually? That's the last thing I heard about it. But remember, I thought that it was like still not coming around to that. Yeah, I mean, take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. But the last time that I had been sure about a villain was in the early stages of Mat- Multiverse of Madness when Nightmare was still the villain. So, I, you know what? I don't know. The last thing that I heard for Guardians Three was that Adam Warlock is supposed to be the villain. I hope that's true because I was going to say, like, look how many movies it can take and how long for like one of these post credits to to pay off. Yeah, I'm like, exactly. I don't know that they always set up the next movie. You know, I don't think that. But I could see, uh, I could definitely see them like going after Gamora, Valkyrie. Oh yeah, Valkyrie. Yeah, like in the no the Hercules and and oh Zeus. I got you I got you I got you. Yeah. I could see them going after Valkyrie to get the lightning bolt back, which is like dope that she has that weapon. Um, but I really like Brett Goldstein from. Uh, yeah. Help. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, what's happening to my brain from Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah. And he looked he, good. Like, that's the thing. Like, I wasn't just like, that's weird. He's nominated for supporting actor in a comedy series. Of course he is. It's Ted mm-hmm. Lasso. He's he's great. I know it's not your favorite, um, but he's really really good in it. Yeah, I was stoked to see him cast. I was like, I don't know or care what Hercules <laughs> in the MCU is like, but I love you, Brett Goldstein. Whatever you do, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll just be playing his Ted Lasso character, right? It's like good. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you should totally show up as like that character should be in the MCU. That's perfect. Fantastic. That would actually be pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Well, yeah. and here's the other thing. We've got a lot of, um, I said it, I can't remember what we were talking about, but I said something about like, oh, they should play Nova. And then, oh, it was the guy who plays the deep. We were talking about like two weeks ago. And I was like, dude, I think he would make a fucking dope Richard Ryder who plays Nova. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did say that. So apparently earlier today, there was an interview with Ryan Gosling. And somebody asked him, like, dude, do you think you would join the Marvel Universe? Like, do you think you'd be an awesome Nova? And he's like, I don't want to do any of that. And everybody's like, what? And he's like, I just want to play Ghost Rider. And in my head, I've been talking to Matt about this all fucking day. About, like, what actually would be cool if he was Johnny blaze and then his Matt and his infinite wisdom sent me a picture of him as Ken from the new Barbie movie. And I was like, I fucking hate this. Dude, <laughs> so, I cannot wait to see the Barbie movie. It's going to be a train wreck and I'm totally going to go see it. No, it's not. You think Margot Robbie is participates in train wrecks. She really doesn't. Yeah. Did you ever see suicide squad? Yeah, suicide squad honestly wasn't even that terrible and she did great out of it she was fantastic in it and it boosted her career it was an incredibly smart choice she's like that movie was not a train wreck it was like everything everything else but her birds of prey might not have been great i mean the movie critically sure but it made plenty of money and she made so much money off of it are you kidding me she's getting royalties for that shit forever yeah and and the suicide squad was really good 
That's true. And Birds of Prey was kind of a mess, but she was like, Hey, speaking of first, that was our first new movie that we reviewed. Yeah, it was last summer. It feels like not. It actually feels like longer ago. Really? Yeah, I know. It does actually kind of feel like Actually, longer. now that I think about it. But, but no, Margaret nice Robbie. Fucking three ring binder. Those two don't do fucking train wrecks. I don't know what you're talking about. You ever seen Crazy Stupid Love? I know that's not Margot Robbie, but. No, that's Ryan Gosling. And yes, I have. Yeah, so good. I love every. I love Ryan Gosling. Um, He's going to be awesome. I think. Yeah. I mean, everybody keeps saying like Keanu Reeves should play Adam Warlock. Because they want the guy who plays Daryl Rivas to play uh, Johnny Blaze. They want him to be Ghost Rider. God damn it. Why can't I remember his name? I don't the know. The dude from uh, The Walking Dead. Daryl. Oh, love me some Daryl. Yeah, he should totally be Ghost Rider. Yeah, so that's what everybody wants. He's like wants a real life motorcycle he fanatic. He is, right? Yeah, yeah, he is. He should be. Daryl. Daryl and Merle and Curl and. Oh, my God. Another MCU character. Merle was Yondu. Yeah, that's right. Merle was Yondu. Merle was great. He man, The Walking Dead for a time was great. Anyway. I want to know what you now that you've had time to sit on this, I want to know what you think of it. Like what did you actually give this? Like straight up, I I do think this is sitting at like a solid like 8.7. Like this is a B. Yeah. This was a really good movie, but it was a it was a strong high B. It was a B plus. Yeah. I think I'm gonna if only for the scene, the first machine gun Mjolnir scene, I think I'm gonna have to give it an eight point nine. It was almost right there for me, but it just couldn't get into that A range. Would I watch this again in theaters? Absolutely. I would go see this again before I went and saw Madison the Bold Deverse. Would I see this as many times as I saw No Way at Home? No. You always say madness of the multiverse. Multiverse of madness. I'm sorry. You're right. It's, it's so funny. No, I, if it wasn't for not wanting to spend my $13 on it, I too would go see this in the, and also having to travel to the theater like we spoke of. Yeah. I wish that it would just be like, I say this with, you know, all due respect to all the ways that it's terrible, but I'm like, COVID forever <laughs> yeah. where everything was on at home and I didn't have to go out. Yeah. Really liked that. I really liked when everything just came out on Disney Plus. It was like the best day of my life. I'll I'll pay them anything to just like beam it into my home. I don't. <laughs> well, that's why. So like tonight, I get to watch the Bob's Burgers movie because it's on Hulu. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and that was in theaters for a while. Yeah, I like adamantly refused to go see it in theaters. <laughs> I why would you pay to see that movie? Yeah. I like I've I know people who did pay to see that movie, and I was like, okay. Um, but I definitely thought Ragnarok was like magnitudes better than this, though. But oh, I, I did, too. I look forward to watching it again. And because I did laugh like out loud the whole time. Like, I didn't have a bad time in this. I just think I feel like when we yeah. review Ragnarok and I watch it critically, I'm going to turn it up to an 11. Like, I really do. I really think that's what's going to happen. I actually feel like I will, too. And fucking love Ragnarok. Dude, it is so good. God damn it. I yeah, I think I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one. And I mean, obviously, I I said the same thing about Gore, but Gore, I actually feel like I I would give Gore a ten just on his entrances alone, like just on his presence when he was on screen. I was just like, bro, obviously, I'm not gonna actually give him a ten. I'd give him like a nine. But, well, I couldn't tell. I almost wanted to give him a ten too. I was like a nine or a ten. But it's that you know what it is is when you pointed the Voldemort thing out to me. The one time that I saw him as Voldemort was 
after he made his dope ass entrance in the cave and he's just laughing to the kids about yeah. telling them stories that really gave me Ralph Fiennes trying to hug Draco Malfoy moment. Yeah. 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 This is so weird. Yeah. I really caught the Voldemort vibes like the whole yeah. way through for sure. And, uh, but I really liked him. I think, I think what was kind of fascinating here is that like, if we compare it to Jeff Goldblum and Ragnarok, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, Je like Jeff Goldblum was not as good of a villain as Christian Bale is in this as Gore, right? Like objectively, like Gore is like a better villain yeah. than, than Jeff Goldblum. Who was actually supposed to be in this at one point. I know. And it hurts me that he's not and release the Taika cut. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to pull away from this. Yeah, <laughs> this is really my takeaway is hashtag release the Tiger cut. But like, I it's it's but it's interesting to see that, like, I think that Goldblum as the villain in Ragnarok works better than Christian Bale in the as the villain in Love and Thunder. But I think that Gore was really, really cool. Like, I think Gore yeah. by himself in the movie where he's alone in Christian Bale's solo outing <laughs> as Gore. <laughs> Before the rest of the movie showed up. when Yeah, when no one else was in like the most of when he was on screen and it was just him. That movie was great. That was 10 out of 10 villain. But for the movie that the other two movies that he is the villain of, um, I think yeah. that he gets lowered down to like a high eight or a nine. Like he's still awesome. It's just a little bit like. It doesn't work as well in this movie as Goldblum did in. In Ragnarok. Yeah, like that's a ten out of ten bad guy, right? Like, because yeah, he's he's like in the movie that he's in, he's not secretly from a, in a different movie. <laughs> yeah, he's just like he's part of it. Yeah, yeah, he was like part. He was written for Ragnarok. Like that was the movie that Jeff Goldblum knew he was in. You right. know, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like, Christian oh, yeah, Bale. No, he's, he's part of this movie for sure. <laughs> Bale had like no idea. What, yeah. Bale like, was like, "What well, you want me to do? What?" <laughs> but in a great way. Like he was incredible. Yeah, it's just. Like and and in, and in some ways, all this crazy shit mixed together really worked, right? Like this movie's still like almost a nine for me. Like yeah, it's this just... was super close to like a I again like I would tell people to go see this. I told people at work today they were asking about it. I thought that like Guardians One is better than this, for instance. Uh, I would probably watch this before I watch Guardians One, but I, the only reason I'm saying that is because I've seen guardians so much yeah which is not a fair metric yeah so which, I not, don't which know. one would you watch which one's better honestly i'd actually say they're about even i laughed as much at guardians as i did at this yeah i'd say they they definitely are like pretty close to on a level and i think guardians is like really up there for me i think yeah. guardians was better than this actually though by a lot like when you think about the character stuff in guardians and like if you think even just for a second about how well it's written and how much it makes sense like the this one might be funnier but it's not better like i laughed a lot in this movie but that doesn't make it like super good or tight you know and there are comedies that are like you can be a straight hilarious comedy with like a really tight story like super bad Oh yeah, absolutely. American Pie. American Pie. You know, it doesn't. Neither have to, of which, like, either of those movies could be made today. There's no way. But that's a different story. Get us out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. What else? I'm like, that was so unenthusiastic. Yeah, I guess so. I'm like, do we have any? Yeah, no, yeah. we really don't. Let's get out of here. Let's let's right. let's let's move. What are we doing? Are we back in the timeline? We're back in the timeline. 
we're, we are, we're going back to the timeline next week. So, um, definitely stick with us. We hope you guys enjoyed our, our recently ended coverage of the boys. We hope you enjoyed all the live action stuff we've been doing lately, including Thor Love and Thunder, but we are back into the eighties with Indiana Jones and the last crusade next week. So this is ostensibly the good one, I guess I, this is the greatest one. one. All right. I look forward to it ish. I'm, I can't wait for the eighties to end you guys. I know we're so close. You guys, <laughs> we are, this is, this is like finishing up 89. So we're going to do one more Indiana Jones. If you guys forgot our last reviewed movie was the land before time on the timeline. Yeah. That was our last, that was a long time ago. It feels like, well, cause we took a little break. But make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on social media. You can find the links for the sites and the social media in the episode description. If you um, want to support the podcast, check us out on Patreon and check out the website for all the timeline goodies, past, present, and future. And until next time, stay nerdy.